Come on, don't do the review before the review. <laughs> Reviewception. You guys fucking hated it. Travis, I can already tell. You're telling me you didn't like Split, but you liked this movie? I'll give you this. Yes. It was an hour and 30 minutes. It was shorter. Come <laughs> but... <clears throat> um, on, goddamn. I'm still undecided. I'm not. It didn't pull me in, man. Um, Let's get started. I'll... What episode are we on? Play the fucking music. This is what, <laughs> this is episode seventeen. It would be um, lucky number seventeen. Yeah, but somebody got to be a fucking hey. Mook. I think I'm gonna get him to record it so we can shit on it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We're gonna do, do lucky it. number twenty seven. Yes, please. Just tell him to record himself for like forty five minutes, and we'll just cut. Or however parts. long. I'm like, just do it any free time, man. You know, just yeah, yeah. We just want to anyway. know if, if it was worth it. After you did it, was you like, yeah, that movie was worth it? Yeah, that's all he's got to That's all he's got to answer was, was it worth it? And then he's got to tell us the story of what the fuck happened. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> yeah, this is episode six, 17. Shit. I just got back from Florida, so my mind's a little fucked. Florida um, will do that to you. Soundgarden will do that to you. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> um so, yeah, we watched The Void this week. Oh, yeah, I'm Griffin. I'm Adam. I'm Travis. Sorry. <laughs> I'll fix that in post. <laughs> You'll be doing it again? Sure. <laughs> I'm Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we watched Travis won the fucking coin flip, and we watched The Void. And... um Take it away, Travis. I, yeah. <laughs> I strike again. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. Would we call this a travesty? I call spell? this a B movie. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah. It was I mean, clearly obviously. a B movie. They, they, Hannibal Lecter was in it. Uh, <laughs> or someone that looked like Hannibal Lecter. Anthony well, Hopkins, the knockoff Anthony Hopkins. I thought it was him for a minute. I had to Google it. I was like, was he in this movie? I was like, no way. Well, the cop looked like Jesse from uh, Breaking Bad. <laughs> I thought it was him. Um, he looked like a cross between Jesse from Walking Bad and the dude from Heroes, the the one that can take Look, other man, people's. Here's what happened. Um, the beginning of the movie, <laughs> the stuff that was going down, it was just like it. it I was trying to get pulled into it. But it just it wasn't working for me. And then I made my mind up that I didn't like the movie right there. Like it was like no matter what happened after that, I wasn't down. How far, how far in were, were you when this? Well, you happened? know, like in the first like shit, twenty minutes, like thirty yeah. minutes, like you know all this stuff. That he gets to the hospital. I'm like, what's going on? What's happening? Like, where's all this coming from? What's What's up with this guy? Like, what's why is the thing coming out of this chick? Like, yeah, I mean, right. it got, you know, I just, I for some reason, I just didn't get pulled into it. I tried. Well, I still well, don't start. know how I felt. I mean, about the way it ended, I don't even know what was going on there. Like, well, apparently it was real. Um, let's 
let's just hit the high points real quick. Like it opens with a, a, a dude and a younger kid. I guess his son is chasing these two people out of this. One guy runs house. off. Yeah. They shoot and the girl sh- and burn her alive and she didn't squirm. No, she wasn't having it. Uh, she wasn't having the pain. So then it cuts to the cop sitting there and the dude comes out of the woods and he goes over and throw, throws him in the cop car. And it's like, we need talking to dispatch. We need to get him to the hospital. They're like, well, the only hospital is this hospital. And he's, there's a reason that he doesn't want to go to this hospital that you find out later. Um, so he ends up taking him to the hospital. He doesn't want to go to and his wife, ex-wife, separated wife. Their baby died. Yeah. During That's labor. why they separated, right? Yeah, during childbirth. Yeah. You could tell though, you could tell when he was going to the hospital, he's like, Ugh. like Yeah. He didn't want to go fall. there. And he's like, call yeah. ahead. Yeah. And then he gets there, he's like, Did they call ahead? They're like, uh, oh. he's like, Fuck. Yeah. He's this cop said more cuss words than any cop I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. It was in the script. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. I mean Well, so well, let's just cut to it because what kept me entertained was just the weirdness of what because one thing that wasn't pointed out is when they torch the chicken burner, <clears throat> this weird looking inner entity is just like kind of staring off in the distance. Kyle is like a member of the goat of the band Ghost or the KKK. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and there's just this there's this triangle symbology that's going on throughout the whole film. You see it on doors. You, there's definitely some doing, devil worshiping going on. It keeps it keeps doing some like artsy. Of uh, artsy segues where it'll show like this weird weird realm going on and shit. I just wanted yeah. more. And, uh, I needed a. I needed more. I needed an explanation. I needed Tom Hanks to show up and explain angels and demons. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I needed that scene where they figure it where someone's like, "We're all going to hell," and and it kind of happened at the end there a little bit. You know. All you it, 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 all you know is that somehow these there's been some connection with some old gods and the doctors. Um, it was kind of like in the mouth of madness yeah. at the end, like it. Well, they yeah, well they they kind of pulled they tried to turn it into a whodunit, and uh, they uh, so they spent the, the the bulk of the film is them trying to get to the bottom of the the hospital because the nurse ends up missing because of the cult weird cult things which they soon find out is keeping them in the hospital and just not letting them leave well the yeah the 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 dudes dressed up in the kkk i would have poked my head out the window and be like ain't no black people in here (laughs) 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 go on now get you know Uh, my thing was so they're in the hospital um phones don't work they cut the power. Well, the thing is, is he brings the dude that was escaping the house in the beginning. They, they were bringing the dude that escaped the house in the beginning. Yeah. And they've got him in a room. He's all passed out and shit. And then um, these yeah. two, the, the, the other two guys show up and they're like, we're killing this dude. No, before that. Or did oh, it, the was nurse. It, yeah, he goes in yeah. there and she was stabbing him in the eye and she was cutting her face off. Yeah. And her arm. Now, why did they do that? Well, he explains it later on. He was like, this is on. not my face. That's what she yeah. said. Like, my face is under this face. It's like, okay. Well, the, well, all right. Just to get to the heart of it, I to 
the way that I interpreted everything. Please was, tell me. <laughs> and, and I'm sure Travis has a more eloquent explanation because I was just the whole time like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? From what I can understand is the doctor uh, went digging because his daughter passed away and he's trying to f- figure out a way yeah, to resurrect. He said he found daughter. some shit. Like he uncovered the Necronomicon, you know? Yeah. So, but in doing so, you transport your soul into a different dimension where it takes the form of, um, I see like a, where it takes the form of what? Like an, I don't know, like a, a monster a demon? basically. Like, yeah. Whatever it was. I mean, look, this was like the biggest bad Lieutenant decision in the movie. I was like, dude, you just cut your skin off. Yeah. They do a tight shot. His face is in there and then they do the big reveal. And I'm like, Skeletor, you know? Yeah, right. And then uh, I'm like, why? I mean, he's like, I'm going to get my daughter back. And when the daughter gets there, I'm like, that bitch ain't your bitch, dog. Like, like, you just made a bad decision. Like, yeah. Well, I I mean, mean, movie goes Hellraiser as fuck. Yeah, it was pretty gory. Yeah. When they went downstairs, it was like a house of a thousand corpses. It got, yeah, it got weird. And he was like, this is hell. Well, and also Ooh. he he figures out a way to give people eternal life. So he's been using these patients as experiments, and they can't kill themselves. They have to live forever, and they're all trapped in this basement under the hospital that doesn't really exist. That does exist. Yeah, you know, like it's just yeah. <clears throat> it gets it gets it gets metaphysical as fuck. Yeah. Well, well, I want to hear what your take on it is, Trav. I'm super interested. All right, so honestly, despite all the gore and all the crazy shit, like, the Void is obviously supposed to be, like, this weird manifestation of the, like, between the cop and the nurse not having the kid. Yeah. That's what the Void was. Like, and then you've got the, the cosmic aspect where Guy is enlightened by some weird evil that's not really angelic nor demonic, but we're pretty much on point that it's demonic because everything looks like the creature design is insane. Yeah. But the whole thing is that it's aliens. It's all aliens. Um, If I remember correctly, it is because I believe that's a ship they keep cutting to. That's like that shit out in the, like the distance in in the clouds and stuff. And then at the end you see the pyramid and it's like the aliens built the pyramid. I knew it. (laughs) i really did not pull that no i didn't either when you give it to me like that i'm like okay i can take some alien shit well but i'm sitting there watching this movie and it was just cheesy as fuck the story they were going with like what's weird what's weird is how they throw dude into the 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 i don't know the portal at the end he disintegrates and dies like that's just that's it yeah but him and the girl standing there but they go through it. Girl is now no longer alive or no longer dead, but alive with her, with them. And like, that's a, that's a big hurdle narratively speaking, because the chick is splayed out on the slab, dude, her, her, her insides are ripped the fuck oh, open. Yeah. You've got thing tentacles lurching out everywhere. Oh like, yeah. Like she's not like when you, when you get to that point in the film, you're like, all right, she's, she's, she's a daughter. Dead. Yeah. Well, so he, suddenly, he hacks her up. Well, the thing that I'm that I that I took away from it because it was the doctor was trying to harness what that portal can do. He can give life, take life, yada yada yada. Be typical. I'm a god now. Uh, 
dialogue. Mm -hmm. Well, the whole mechanic of that is that it gives you what you want. So when he kicked Tim through it, I guess it gave him what he he wanted, wanted, which was yeah, yeah, which was his chick. But like when he kicked the the dude through it, yeah, and when when, well when he when he kicked when he kicked the doctor through it, I guess they saw it as like, oh, you want to be us? All right, welcome to the family. Absorb, you know, like well. Well, by that logic, him going through the portal and being with his wife, shouldn't he be with his wife and child like in a heavenly? Yeah, but it's almost it's 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 like they I saw a lot of nods to like horror films. Like, like I said, like Hellraiser, the way the way the character design looks. <laughs> yeah, Wishmaster. Exactly. Yeah. Like you got what you want, you but, get it's a a wish, but it's like making a deal with the devil. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember, but dazzled. You see how that went, you know. Uh, <laughs> Making it, but I, mean, can, but I didn't pull we, that at all that they were aliens. Can we, no? Can we at least give the credit where it's due to the damn creature design? All right, well, oh, look, yeah. that's that's what I was about to ask you. Now, if you're, are you rating this movie on how cool some of the shit looked? Because I'll give it that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But the story, like, uh, man. Oh man, no, the story not really. was all no. over the. You know, it was just like okay. I feel like this was passed around. This story was rode hard and put up wet. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I was just like, what's going on here? Like, they can't make their mind up. They're not telling me what I, I mean. I mean, answer some questions, goddammit. Like, yeah. Well, well, like you know, there, there's a reason why I feel like we came across it by happenstance. Because this was definitely not a film that was heavily marketed. No. Um. Nor should it I mean, be. No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I, I, we, no, it Griffin showed cool. me the trailer, and I was like, I'm on board. Yeah, so on board. I'm like, this is gonna be my pick now. But like, will I watch the Void again? Probably not. Honestly, yeah. Answer that honestly. Like, Pro- well, no, probably not. Simply because, well, by the end of this, by the end of this movie. I wanted to watch the thing again. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's no replay value there. Once you see all that cool shit, you're definitely not going to watch it for the story. Like, but no. it did have some cool shit in it. I'll give you that. When he came in the room and that bitch was freaking out, and they were like trying to kick the rail and get the guy's handcuff off. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay. It did have a thing. I didn't and get it, aliens <clears throat> at all, though. I don't remember seeing a spaceship. Well, like, it's not that necessarily it was a ship. It was just you saw something up in the clouds, like it was, oh, yeah, it was yeah. hovering. Yeah. So what it was was like aliens are replacing them. Like they're using you as a host. They come in through you. We got to take one to leave one. Well, but how do those people retain all their thoughts and memories and everything? I don't know. Because the doctor was in tune. I mean, if you think about it, like the nurse, she's – before she went all fucking super saying, you know, she was like, this isn't my face. This like, <clears throat> to me, it felt to me, it felt more less like aliens, but more of like what you hold together within you. That well, you basically your soul mm-hmm. is transported somewhere else. And it, well, takes- it yeah, well, it, it was, well, it, to me, it, it had its obvious like Lovecraft, yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. Themes to it. With with the way the monsters look. That's where I got aliens from simply because the the great old ones were essentially oh, yeah. alien. So <clears throat> and I mean they they 
like you were saying, it, it, with her like ripping her face off, it kind of has some of that that mental that that that, that cosmic insanity that always ensues when some great kind of evil suddenly possesses them or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like well, they're like they're like their human mind can't handle it. And how did he okay, so the the nurse thing happens. Okay. My question is is like, okay, the people that were in the basement are experiments of people that weren't gonna make it that he was kind of practicing on, basically, right? Um yeah. But how, like, the nurse was fine. Everything with the nurse was fine. And then she just goes fucking out of left field and starts doing that shit. Like, how did she become, quote, unquote, infected? You know, like, that was my thing. Like, I understand that these people were, well, these people were in a situation in the basement where they're going to live or they're going to die regardless. So he's taking these people that are presumed dead and doing all this crazy shit to them. He takes the, the nurse he the the wife nurse but at the beginning of the movie he has the one nurse going all fucking ape shit he could have done that to the nurse before except he put the baby thing inside of her which got kind of weird you know her stomach was on the how did her killing the guy with the knife further the mission yeah why did that even happen like well well that that put everybody on high alert yeah well you're still like what's happening here like well, after that happens is when the um, they get the guy, the guy wakes up, and then he kills the doctor. And then the doctor's gone after that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like, that was her plot point is to make everything go crazy for a second so that the doctor could, I guess, technically be killed so that he can go back to, he can have his new body, I guess. I don't know. Part it's, of me thinks that even if, if, if it's aliens, like he didn't know it was aliens because... He had like pentagrams and yeah. I mean, he was straight up making people wear robes and shit and everybody had a knife. It was just weird. Like, and I was like, well, somebody like, just give me like a little pamphlet or something. Like I want to read the back of the box. Like, does it <laughs> yeah. say sci-fi movie on IMDb? Well, well, like the, the, the culty shit, you know, it stays vague and I wish they would. Uh, you know, there were there were things I wish they could have done more, and, and you guys are ringing in on all of them. Like it I is wish. science fiction, horror, mystery, sci-fi. So yeah, there you go. That answers it. Hello. But yeah, but yeah, it was. Uh, I thought it was. It was what I figured it would be. But I wish I wish it could have exceeded my expectations. There was, was a lot of chuff. I, I was expecting good, but I was really hoping it would be great. Yeah. Well, and and I agree with you on that. I mean, the trailer looks great. Um, it just felt like whenever the doctor started, whenever he gets the the woman and he starts kind of explaining things to her, he doesn't really go as in depth as he should have from a writing standpoint. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I agree. He definitely stays. He stays in that typical, you know. Hello, Clarice. I am, <laughs> yeah, I, I am God. You're all my children. I'm gonna bless who I want. You know. Yeah. Which well, you doesn't would think, answer anything. It just proves that he's even more batshit crazy now. You, you would know? think that the writer, though, at the after making you sit through it, let's say that was about an hour, maybe an hour and ten minutes. You know, when that happened. Cause I look down at the bottom, I'm like, movie's got to be almost over, and I was like, nope, 
You know, <laughs> right. but you would think at that point though, the writer would give you a little bit like, come on, you've made me sit here this whole time. Like, yeah. Tell me something good. Tell me why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like I said, the, the only motivations of the doctor is to bring his daughter back to life. But I mean, if you want to get down to brass tacks on this situation, like she's dead, whether you believe in heaven and hell and all this stuff, she no longer exists. How can you bring someone that has passed back? You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, how was he doing that without? Okay. You're not. Whenever you make a trade, you go into this matrix and you got them back, right? Yeah. Except, ex- except for the pet cemetery aspect of yeah. it. <laughs> well, the dark tower matrix, because it was like, when it pulled back, I was like, dark pyramid. You know, the dark pyramid, like, the sky was black. All black, everything. Right. I mean, we never figured out why he had a seizure. I mean, what happened well, there? It kept, like, it kept cutting to, like, 2001 a, a Space Odyssey. Like, because <laughs> I kept, like, well, like, yeah, throughout the whole film, it took me, like, a few a few minutes before I was like, that's not a pyramid. That's a ship. Because like, at first like, I'd one, be like but it was shaped like that like, symbol that they worshipped. Yeah, I bet. What the fuck is what's this pyramid shit all about? But like, finally towards the end, the way I was looking at it, I was finally like, no, it's, it's fucking something in the sky. Like it's a, it's got to be like a mothership or something. Yeah. So the so the logic in this movie is you die, you. Well, he he went into it. He gave him something, and when he when he come to, he's standing there with her, like, and she's yeah. dead. Like, yeah, I mean, he hacked her up. But my, but my question is, that's man, why he kept telling him, he's like, you can have her. Yeah. You can have whatever you, you want. Like, but like mm-hmm. a question I have is like, where, where, where exactly are they at? Because they never tell you that well, little realm. I understand like, why that, the, the doctor's <laughs> doing what he's doing, but is that like, who's making like him do other, that? Like what? You know, what's the deal? Like, like what, like what was really pulling his strings? Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. You know, yeah. like I wanted more of that. That's I think just... it's it's whatever was on that, whatever's in that ship, man. That's what it was. But I wonder if, like, where the where the girl and the guy was at the end, where she's suddenly back alive, he's suddenly there. Like, were they? Are they in another dimension? Look, man. Or are they? Or are the? Or is that guy in a simulation? It's like in a matrix, ship, dude. Because it's like a, it's like a yeah. computer. That's what I thought too for a minute. Was like another dimension. I was like, they're in another, in a parallel universe. Like, like because if we're gonna go back to the real world, that bitch is dead as fuck. Because you know? it's like, like whenever you, whenever you bring them through to your world, like you make an even trade. Yeah, they well, come here. Ex- we send something back. We win. In the mouth of madness. (laughs) I was expecting him to be like, Dormammu, I have come to bargain. (laughs) That's what I was expecting. But I like like certain shots in that movie, too. I like like the the slowly, the slow corridor shot as it's backing away from that door, and he's axing the fuck out of her. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the blood smearing on, like, the door and shit, and it's just slowly panning backwards, like... Shots like that are always cool to me. Like I always enjoy stuff like that. Well, I even like the mind fuck with the uh, the father figure. You know, the son's going after him, yeah. and, and the room changes to kind of show where their past came from. You know, I, I like. There's a lot of stuff in the movie I really did like, and 
the B acting aside, the the effects were great for what they were. Yeah. Practical effects, they look they looked really good for what they were. Like we said, if it would have been a little bit more fleshed out, a little bit more simple. I think that's the thing. If it would have been a little bit more simple and easier to understand, we may be missing the point altogether. It would have been a buy for me. Well, look, Southern hospitality dictates. <laughs> when you have someone laying on a slab at the end of the movie explaining why you're doing, you know, why why you're doing what you're doing. Goddamn, you tell them, you know, like Yeah. I didn't like his explanation. I was like, that's all you're going to say? Yeah. Who's in charge here? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, say it. Cause I was, I thought it was, I thought they were, I thought it was some devil shit, dude. I thought he was praying to the devil. And- yeah. Well, I think it's like, it's that, it's that gray area where you have like, you have cult like people almost in a satanic way, worshiping something that's actually like extraterrestrial. Yeah. So it's like they blurred that together, I think, with the whole Lovecraft type stuff. Well, then maybe the doctor totally, didn't even know. I totally, even he didn't know. I totally, I totally get what you're saying because I feel like a lot of people probably take away from that movie that it's just like some devil shit, you know? Yeah. I don't know what gave away the pentagram, maybe, but. Uh, well, I mean, like you know, you have you have those symbols that they have, some of them look like, like some of it looks like alchemy yeah. style writing. Some of it looks like, I mean, it all, it all looks spooky. You know what I mean? Yeah. It all has that whole, you know, it's the sphere with the weird, you know, runes and shit all over the place. So yeah, hey, I mean, I mean, I, was, I can see it getting pigeonholed quickly. Like, you know, I was yeah. rooting for the Asian girl to make it out of their life though. I'm glad, I'm glad that yeah. happened. Like, I was like, whenever he came back upstairs, I was like, all right, go find her. Hopefully she's still alive. Like, yeah. And you're like, we made it. It's over. Let's fuck, you know, like <laughs> right there in the hospital. So at the, yeah. I'm guessing when he went downstairs, like to like a basement that doesn't exist, maybe that was the ship because like uh, the horn noise, was that the yeah. ship like blowing its horn? That's what I that's what I took away from it the whole time as I was watching. Once I once I finally like by like the second or third of the little artsy shots of I didn't it make that cutting to the landscape, I finally was like, Okay, this has gotta be like some aliens or something. Well see that explains remember, it then. That tells and, you. And, and and remember uh when uh the the father and son do a roll back up at the hospital they said they they practically fought their way in. Yeah. They said that stuff's like that everywhere. Like those things are everywhere. So I'm, just, I'm just, a, I'm just, a, so I'm, I, now what me were watching, they? I, was, I think, well, the, the guy at the end explains that they were his children waiting for their transformation. So I'm guessing that so, they don't have skin. That's why they're wearing that shit. I'm thinking it's either a combination of that or there's some more things that look like him. Mm-hmm. Like the fleshy. Like, yeah, because his cool. skin was pulled off. He straight cut cool his skin. But he had like a skin kilt dress shit going on. Yeah, you know? yeah right. What was uh, super cheesy is when they were doing the, the basement fight and all those things yeah. started coming up to try to get them and you could see like the rubber. Yeah. When they would bend, I was like, oh, you got a little rubber bend there. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've looked around here for explanations 
you know, try just to try to get other people's take on it. And basically every everybody's saying like um doesn't particularly come full circle, you know, nobody really knows. It's kind of open for interpretation in a lot of ways. Well, IMDB <laughs> says sci-fi, so I mean that <laughs> yeah. kind of settles it like Right. It's aliens. Um well, I mean, well, let's just get down to fucking brass tacks here. Well, I mean, well, my, more, more, for me, more correlation with it it being aliens and all that stuff is that, like, for instance, where am I getting at? Basically, space aliens. Well, by knowing well, like, that like, it was like, aliens, well, it does come full circle. See, I'm just sitting there the whole time like, huh? Well, like I said... You know, I feel like it was called the void as well as with the alien thing. It's like I feel like it's all very big exaggerations of the void that's between the woman and, and the guy and their relationship and then the woman herself as the void of losing her child. And, you know, as your child, I mean, I've never been through that situation. And so I'm not trying to speak for those type of people who go through that type of shit. But. I feel like, you know, your dead child, it's almost alien to you to think about, you know, having that child alive, you know, and back and being able to care for it and all that stuff. Yeah. And I, and, and, and I kind of gravitated towards those simple kind of themes or try to use context clues throughout the movie like that, because that's more or less the backbone of most horror films, like the, whatever supernatural evil it's going on or, whatever type of whatever situation that you found yourself in that movie it's almost like the horror aspect is the manifestation of what's going on between the characters on a real level yeah oh yeah like uh, like, like like movies like the baba duke uh do it you know um i mean hell it, it's just movie does it yeah i mean just like yeah take your pick you know yeah but and and i got those clues too you know but at the same time, like I was still, I'm still in that, I, I was in that mindset. Like I want, I want, I want it to come, uh, I want it to come full circle and I wanted it to be more clear, but I did get all those, you know, I did pick up on all those hints because to me, it felt like a mixture of that, like losing a child. And then it kind of felt like a PSA for abortion in a lot of ways in my yeah. My mind. <laughs> You know, sort of, yeah, yeah. I, I totally, yeah, I, I know what you mean. You know, it, it seemed very, you know, dead set on these these kind of issues that now, are going are we, on in Are the we world. pro-abortion here? Was that the, um, the... The meaning of the movie or the podcast in the, general? The, the meaning of the movie. <laughs> we don't want to go there. No, when no, you say don't. that about the movie, what do, what do you mean by that? Like, what? Uh, well, since he was doing whatever it took to get his kid back, then they are um, anti-abortion, I guess oh, you'd wow. say. We got some Republicans on our hands. I may have to <laughs> rethink my star. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it felt that, but it's different, though. But I mean, if they had a character there that was, I mean, they had the pregnant girl there that became you know, whole time I'm watching it. I thought her dad knocked her up. Yeah. Right. I was like, this, this is weird. Like where's, you know? Yeah. Um, and that got weird. Yeah. Well, and that she made a bad Lieutenant decision by letting the doctor put a fucking 
alien demon inside yeah, of her. Because when she got down there, she was like, what? Ah, ah. Like she started freaking out. That thing was going ham. Like, Oh, yeah. And it, it was fucking massive. How did she carry that thing around without breaking her back? Let's be honest. More power to her. That thing was big. And when it climbed out, I put its feet down. I was like, uh-uh. Like, that, that was a cool shot where it was still dragging her ass around. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. Yeah, well, like, so, like, some of the bigger creatures in that reminded me of, like, Dark Soul mini-bosses. Yeah, like, right. Well, that mask, uh, it hit, like, a skull mask on or something like it. It looked like the Mighty Boosh skull. Yeah, it did, didn't it? At the it? end. I was like, what's this face about? <laughs> yeah. And you'd think that if that's the reincarnation of the child, wouldn't the child have naturally been drawn towards the father? But it's not. It was fucking murdering everybody. Yeah. Like, chase the kid around, the boy that can't talk, you know? Uh-huh. Silent Bob over here. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, bye, watch, pass, stars. Let's do it. Travis, you picked it. You go first, buddy. All right, I give it a rent. It's worth watching. Uh <coughs> <coughs> Give Sorry, guys. A couple of those, too. <laughs> Get it all out, yeah. man. Yeah. If I was there, I'd all pat right. you Sorry. on the back. All right, take two. <laughs> all right, I give it um, I give it two stars. Two? We're only doing a star. You only a get a star. <laughs> the, full, no. the full amount you can give it is like a whole star. Sorry, so you give it a sorry, whole star. Sorry. It ain't no, like you were here <laughs> for that. No, nah, So you give it a full star? No, I give it a half star. Half? Just a minute ago, you were prepared to give it two stars. Dude, I I thought we were on a three star system. Okay, okay. So you're going to give it half of a whole. Okay, all right. right. That's still not half of three. I give it. You gonna give it a half? <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. In the name of comedy, I'm sorry. Uh, All right. So I do give it a half star rating. The creature effects were amazing. It kept me sucked in, wanting to know, you know, more about what what was going on. It kept me pulled in for the film. But I have to agree with you guys too. The plot itself. It could have been thought out more. Could have been explained a little more. And yeah, that's where I leave it. <laughs> definitely, definitely a rent. If you if you're if you're in the market for something different, you haven't watched. I mean, despite its 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 references to stuff that's better, obviously, it still doesn't take away from the fact that it is a different movie experience than most people probably are going to sit and watch anyway. <laughs> All right, Adam. <laughs> what you got? I'm, I'm gonna, I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pass on this movie. Um, I will say this: I was working while I was watching it. I didn't pick up on any of the alien stuff. Zero. Yeah. So until Travis said that, and I was just a minute ago, I was prepared to give this movie. I was like, okay. Aliens answered that answered something. I was like, all right, yeah, that, that makes a little bit of sense. Like, 
I I can roll with that now. You know, I understand why it got so fucking weird. Like, you know, we just didn't have that scene at the end of In the Mouth of Madness when fucking Sutter Kane explained the damn story. Like, yeah, right. You know, I was like, "Where's my Sutter Kane moment? Like, <laughs> what's my, what's in the door? What's in the door? Like, yeah, where does that go? It's just a triangle with a bunch of light coming out of it. Like, which was <laughs> cool when they opened that and he was there. Like, oh, yeah. But uh, I was prepared. I was gonna bump it up to half, but I'm. I'm gonna have to say no star. <laughs> no stars. I just because I'm, I'm not gonna be nice to this movie. Just for a couple, of, you know what I mean? Like, just because it had a, it had some cool parts. I'll give it yeah. that. There was when she came in there and she was when he came in the room. She's digging in that guy's eye. That yeah, was pretty that, cool. And then there was some other stuff. It was like, all right, that's cool. Asia girl didn't die. I give him points for that. It was like somebody's got to <laughs> live, you know. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> somebody got to uh, figure out what the fuck this movie was about. Yeah, um, but but you know, the story, man. Yeah, the third act is where it all went downhill. Yeah, well, um, to me, that's where that, let's see, and that that just goes to show our differences. The third act, whenever, whenever it just, whenever the movie finally took the plunge, that was when I was like, okay, this is this is the movie I was wanting to see. You were in. Oh yeah, that, that, right. that's my that, that's, Two stars, that's where my half. Yeah. That's where my half stars at. <laughs> Shut up with the fucking stars, man. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have to give it a watch. Um, I kind of want to go back and rewatch it now after having this conversation. Uh, to be honest, just now to that see you know if it was I, aliens. Yeah, yeah, just to see if I pick up on subtle clues. Maybe we didn't pay. This is the thing. I'm going to give it a watch. I'm going to give it a half star because me and the girl watched the movie and she wasn't like, this is fucking stupid. I'm going to bed. So I'm giving it a half star just on that alone because I watch stuff that she's like, this is fucking stupid. I'm going to bed. She wanted the payoff. Now, did she say that when it was over? She was like, she was just like, what'd you think? And I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> what, what did she think? think? She was like, you want me to get her in here and ask her? <laughs> did she tell you? Uh, well, she was just like, I don't know. Like, pretty much. I'm sure it know? wasn't as deep as what, you know, what did you say, Travis's? What'd you call that? <laughs> um, shit. Exquisite uh, explanation? What did you say? Exquisite explanation, yeah. That's a segment or eloquent. right there. Eloquent explanation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's you, Travis. Well, he paid attention. Yeah. I tried, but the movie, I just couldn't get into it, man, because I was like, shoestring budget, you know, never heard of the movie. I already already went in knowing. I was like, this is not going to be. Well, I, I was into it the whole time. I enjoyed the creature effects. Like you said, the story was a little bit lacking, but, um, I was in the whole time. I, I wanted more. I wanted more. When I got basically. to the payoff, I wasn't happy. If, if this, yeah. I'll put it this way: if this was a, if this was the pilot of a TV show, would you keep watching? Oh yeah, yeah, because you want to know what's happening. And now, if they ended it like this, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, this. The end of this movie was like the fourth season of Dexter. You know? Yeah. It was just like that's where we're <laughs> gonna take this. Well, it's like, I feel like, you know, thinking about it in hindsight, it could have really been, 
it could have been probably better as like maybe a like a five part. Hell, I, I'll 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 go this. Level it would have made it. a better TV it, show. It would have been it, it. It would have done great probably as like a little small sci-fi miniseries. An hour and a half was not enough for this movie. No. Yeah. Yeah. What's inside the mist? You know. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah. Well, they're going to answer that question. Are they making a sequel? <laughs> no, they're making that series of The Mist. I thought you were going to oh. say there's a, a Void 2. I'm like, oh, God. that's Well, I mean, second I would watch it. decision. Of course, because well, you want to know. Like, Yeah, well, exactly. Well, well, the first thing I, w- I would need to pull me in for Void 2, this is just my 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 thoughts on it. If they made a Void 2, in the summary, it would have to say, Moments before going through the portal, like we're like, like at least letting you know before yeah. you even previously pop the sucker in on the prequel. It picks, it picks right up where dude and chick are in the void, and it's like, all right, what do we do now? What is this? And then it goes further. Exact because the thing is, they could make a good sequel. They're on this. Oh yeah, the and, and it could, it could, it could create so much world building and so much good lore and mythology into what they have going on. Because I love the whole. Uh, That's what I wanted in the first one. The whole, the yeah. whole twisted aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of people had problem with Prometheus, but you know what that eventually turns into. Yeah, like, kind of already know. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. There, you got, you got a little bit of backstory there. Like, where the fuck they come from? You know. Yeah, I would really like. For a minute, I thought we were all trapped in his head, like that movie, The Cell. <laughs> that was Jennifer awesome Lopez. Man. Yeah. <laughs> what are Mitch you doing down here? <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget when they chopped that horse into all those different pieces. That's it's, a weird movie. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Well, so yeah. Watch. So that's what a full star, half star me, half star Trav. Yeah. Um, you know. Travis gave it a full star. So one and a half stars. No, so, I gave it a half star. You gave it a half star? Yeah. Yeah, man. We're back once on the stars again. <laughs> yeah, once we're, once we're corrected. Okay, so we got a full correct. star, which is, which that's what, it, okay, that's why I pulled back, because it doesn't deserve one and a half. No. It deserves a half star for the special effects, but you can't, you can't sit there for an hour and a half just because it looks cool. Like, yeah. you know what i There was no music behind this. It wasn't a music video. It was a <laughs> fucking... <laughs> It was, I just, you know, come on, give me something. But now that you say it's aliens, you know, that does make it a little bit better. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Did you get that at all, Griffin? Aliens? Did you pull that? No. Where I the was fuck did that come from, Travis? Demons. Travis operating on a different level than we are. Yeah, for real. He probably was <laughs> at the time, you know? I'm just saying. Yeah. I was changing RAM and a laptop. Like, <laughs> what? You know? <laughs> I, I drank mean, a bunch of coffee gone. too, so my mind was straight racing. Like, <laughs> and I mean, I was trying to. I was sitting, there, dude. I watched it all. I was like sitting there because it was. I was like, all right, what's what's happening? Other than this bad acting, like, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that was some, that was some exquisite acting. Oh my favorite, dude, that guy. I was sitting there and I actually said this out loud. I was like, he really likes to call stuff in. He's like, I'm gonna go call it in. You know, went past yeah, that. Right. Can I call it in? I'm gonna go call this in. I'm like enough with the call-ins, like. And and what happened to dude's dad? 
who knows? Because he kept on talking about it. Yeah, but they never well, fully. Did he do the same thing to his dad? Because his dad was in that hospital, right? Yeah. So maybe is that, he did. has this been going no, on a long time? No, like all these dead people. No, if you remember, the dad dies. He sets himself on fire trying to kill the one creature. That's how the son even gets away. No, I'm no, talking about the no. Cop, We're the talking cop about the thing. yeah, because the uh, the uh, Hannibal Lecter there kept talking about your father. Your father was a great man. You're, you know, but he wasn't. It's like he was like he was cool, but he wasn't down. <laughs> you know, maybe he got sick and went there, and that doctor. But maybe he's been doing this a long time, like. Well, and that's what I was hoping for too. Him to walk in there and see like the baby, because they kind of show that in a minute. He killed their baby, right? Well, the umbilical cord got wrapped around the baby's neck during birth. Did it? And well, yeah, right. Well, they do kind of show that fucked up little nursery, whatever that they put the babies in after they're born. I don't know what it's called. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all fucked up looking, and they don't show what's in it. So is their baby down there like alive forever? But mutated yeah what what the fuck you know what i'm saying like and if if you're turned into one of these things i don't know i don't want to get back onto the topic because like yeah. they go through like, the I already void. gave it a half star well they, they go through the void he jumps through she's already there technically shouldn't everybody that he turned into one of these creatures shouldn't their their soul or whatever be in this alternate dimension well, maybe they are it's it, we don't know how big it is I think that's his voice. All we know is that the clouds roll in that yeah. world. And the thunder roll. We're talking art house cloud rolling every time it cuts to that world. Yeah. And he kept having the dreams about it. He kept like he having, when he first passed out, Yeah, after coming into contact, even the doctor was like, you saw something, didn't yeah. you? What did you see? And I'm like, yeah, why don't you tell us, doctor? That's what we're here for. It's the third <laughs> act, dog. Yeah. Tell us what you saw. Tell us what he saw in his dream. Like, I just want to pissed off Adam in every scene where something vague happens. Adam's just It just cuts to him in the corner like, what? Is that, is that the best we got here? Is that what we're working with? I need with? to do that. Like, I need to green screen it. Like, I just pop up. Like, have you seen those DVDs where they have that commentary where they pop up in the corner? Yeah, like you yeah. can see them, like they'll be standing there talking. It about just it. always shows you. It just it just shows you close to to a convenient counter or something to slam, and you just go, "God damn it, we need more answers than that." <laughs> oh, I'm thinking green screen, so it looks like I'm just in the movie. Yeah, like the movie's behind me. There's no background, and I just pop up, and I'm like, "Come on," you know, <laughs> or like, or or just like I actually put you into scenes with them, like when it shows <laughs> dude chopping his wife up. It cuts to you holding an axe, going. <sighs> What are we doing this for again? Like, yeah. what is? What, Does anybody know the what? plot? Anyone? <laughs> are we doing this because plot? Because I think we're doing this because plot, guys. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm yeah. not. Do you know the plot? Yeah. Do you know the plot? Did anyone read the last or, page? Or, or have it like you're looking off camera? Like, guys, like, or, or do, do I keep hacking? Like, I feel like I they cut shit out like, of this movie. You think so? I think they did, man. I think they removed. I bet they had more, but they cut it back because they was like after they watched it, they was like, "Ugh, we're, let's let's less is more." I saw a documentary one time, you know, like <laughs> all these. I think they German cut it out. You know, they filmed so, it where he so explained think- he went a little more in depth to the situation. <laughs> I bet they cut it back. So you think you're you think the the explanation you're wanting is on the cutting floor? Yeah, it's in the. Special I want to see the director's sure. cut. I'm going to buy the yeah. DVD just to see. 
the deleted scenes, which is probably like twenty. You know, like that's go- that's going to be the most annoying rant you'll ever go on. You're like, <laughs> yeah. man, I paid twenty dollars for this on Amazon because <laughs> they don't sell it at Walmart. You know, yeah, right. Had to buy it from their website. The only extended scene was that they chopped that body two more times. I'm gonna say if they're on YouTube, <clears throat> <laughs> the no. voids. No, StarCraft Two: Legacy of the Void. Yeah, <laughs> the Void scene two. That's not. That's them standing outside. Nah, the I don't script needed a little bit of work. Like yeah, maybe, more- maybe, maybe two or three more treatments. Like they need yeah. to hand it off to Lindemloff. Like. They should have handed it off to Travis. They could have fixed it yeah. quick smart. Now, see, that's the thing, Travis. <laughs> when you talk about it, you just kind of build on to it. And it's like, well, we just wrote a sequel, you know? <laughs> right. We just gave them all they need, and it's better than the first one. Like, Yeah. I'd watch it. I'd watch Travis' sequel. If it was that. Would you call it going voidier? <laughs> the voidiest? I, I call it. I call it Void 2, the sequel to the Goonies. <laughs> the checks in the mail. Nah, you got to cast fucking what's his name. If I, if I ever write a film, if I ever put, like, if I ever do a first film, that's what it's going to be, the sequel to the Goonies. And it's going to be the most grim, dark, badass adventure you've ever seen. And all of them's going to be there. It'll be Sloss, like Baron Munchausen meets Rob Zombie. Ooh, I'd watch that. Um, like, yeah, it's gonna be. It'll be great. Yeah, we got a fucking pyramid it. over here. Yeah, we got a fucking void <laughs> here, guys. So, and introducing. Right. I'm pretty sure are. there's a transformer in that pyramid. You know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Our power was out for five days. I went outside, found out the fucking lightning struck the transformer. Yeah. Yeah. Transformers out, guys. He's a Mack truck. Yeah. We got to pull this rocket out of it. Transformers out, guys. You know. My name is Optimus Prime. Yeah. We got an Optimus Prime over here. I got a calculator that unfolds itself. It's a fucking Transformer. So, moving on to fucking TV news. How do you feel about a Boondock Saints series? I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't, don't know, care. man. Who's gonna don't do it? The director. I'm on. Yeah. I'm on board. I'm on board with everyone else that is that that knows that the original Boondocks is amazing. It's the sequel. The sequel is shit, and just uh, the Boondock Saints is definitely one and done. Yeah, I felt that it's, way. It's one of those. It's one of those properties. I think that it should have just been left to one film. Um, yeah, so now just, we're coming they, back. They should have just made their bank off of just re-release, reissuing it. Well, they've reissued it enough to maybe, justify that. Yeah, I bought the fifteenth <laughs> well, I mean, reissue. Well, maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe you know. And, I mean, maybe they have it all there. I have an old copy of it. I, I haven't ever bought the reissues or anything. Oh, I got Blu-ray. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it might be yeah, worth I, money. I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> I thought well, it was the second one because of the way it looked on the front. Yeah. And I, I never planned on watching it. Like, I ended up with it. I think I bought it. It was real cheap at, like, Black Friday or something. <laughs> and then when I opened it, I'm like, oh, it's the first one. Yeah. And then but you I, watched it. Oh, yeah. I like <laughs> yeah. the first one. But here's the thing. Now, the director, that's all he's got, right? 
Yeah. I mean, that's it, man. That's his clerks. Like, well, he fucked himself. I want to watch that documentary. Um, they did a documentary about him fucking himself. Basically, you know, like Wishmaster fuck himself. (laughs) No, not not literal. No, he, you know, that he was optioning the movie off and they were going to, uh, give him X amount of money. I think Universal, and he basically told Universal to go fuck themselves. It ah, wasn't enough. Blacklist. And yeah, oh yeah, everything he's going to do from now on is blacklist. Even though that that first Boondock Saints movie, like Travis said, it is fucking a masterpiece. Yeah, it is. I mean, and he had something there, but he fucking got too big for his britches over there, yeah. and shot himself in the foot with it. Now this series is going to be a prequel which i don't feel i'm all right with that well i don't feel like the story needs a prequel because they go they go here's the thing though can you imagine they pick up 20 years later salt and peppers here like you know two old dudes out there well they're still making a a a a sequel for the trilogy too yeah i don't think they need to do that like well, and you see the growing pains of them becoming these people in the first movie. So what is the se- or the prequel series going to show? You know, know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be like everybody hates Chris, like they're in high school. <laughs> I mean, you see them go through the motions, becoming who they are in that first film. You don't need any explanation. They cover it. In that one scene where William Defoe is interviewing them in the police station, and he's like, how did you guys get here? Why do you know so many languages? They explain everything. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed. Yeah. That's what the void was missing. Yeah. And they give it to you so early in the Boondock Saints. How can you make a prequel based off of this franchise? Preach. I don't understand. Well, I think I think, I think think we know it's just trying to mooch off Norman Reedus. That's all probably. he's got, though, man. That The director, that's it. That's what he's got. Yeah. Like I know. He's he's got to roll with it because that's it. That's how he eats. Like here's what he should do though, if they're gonna do a TV series, a lot of people. There's a lot of kids that don't know about that movie. Like, I mean, a lot of people don't know about it. You know? Yeah. Um. Why doesn't he just kind of do the first movie, do it as a TV series, and kind of stretch it out? You know, make it like Breaking Bad. Like, or I mean, just redo it. Well, and they could do a bridge between the first two movies with it. Yeah. I mean, in the second movie, it starts out, and they're in whatever country they were from. I can't remember. And then they're going back to the United States because of everything. You know, they were on the news and all that. I want to see them trying to get out of whatever city they were in. You know, like, I want to see the kind of their mission to get yeah. out of. That would be more you, interesting to me. You want to see all the shit the movie didn't have time for. Yeah, exactly. That's what a TV series is. Exactly. Fuck. <laughs> God. But I don't, I don't think see. they should add to the universe. Like, don't do before or after. Just leave it as it is. Yeah, don't. Because after really didn't need to happen. Like, that was a one and done, <clears throat> dude. Yeah. I mean, like, like, if I were to watch a Boondock Saints style show, I would want it to be a villain of the episode. You know what I mean? If it like, takes you 15 years to get a sequel. You probably don't need one. Like, yeah. I'm saying. I mean, my 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 idea would be lame as hell, but that's the only way I feel I could I could enjoy a Boondock Saints show. Like, have it to where it's like, okay, they're still cleaning up, you know, mob bosses and shit. Like, my favorite character was Grandpa, voiced by John Witherspoon. 
<laughs> yeah, different boondocks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uncle Ruckus. Moral of the story is don't bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> he he fucked himself big time. I mean, that could have been a big fucking deal. Oh well, the movie he it was a masterpiece. Yeah, and he could have gone on. He could have gone on to make a lot of good movies, but yeah, when he gave him the finger, it's like, oh, well, you'll never work in this town again unless it's another Boondocks movie. And hell, he has to pretty much kickstart that. Like to get the the series off the ground, they're basically doing a promotional thing where you buy into it and you get every episode as it's released on disc, I believe, and digital download. You get this big ass box with all this cool shit in it. Like this dude has turned the Boondock Saints into like an internet band style T-shirt. You get a digi you know pack. I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean. Well, I mean, that's kind of how they've always been promoted anyway. I mean, I mean, like you can band. pretty much, well, I mean, you can pretty much group a, a big majority of people and understand, you know, you know, the type of people that are going to be like, oh yeah, the Boondock Saints. Yeah. yeah. It's my favorite film of all time. Oh my God. You know, I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. Bust a, bust a fat one for it. <laughs> like, have you seen the big Lebowski? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that that group, Chase Ingram yeah. was there. I saw him. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, and my buddies, you know, they. It, whenever I was in high school, he introduced it to, me. like his uh, brother was super big into film, and they introduced me to a lot of movies around that time. That's kind of, you know, you'd be how surprised I, how many people don't know about it. I know, and it's one of those movies that like. It hit school. You know what I mean? Like, whenever I was in high school, like, I was a freshman when I watched it the first time. It hit high school like a fucking tsunami because one person watched it and they handed it off to another person. It's basically the equivalent of trading cassette tapes for bands. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, that's what it was. People were handing this movie around, and and it just grew and grew. Yeah, it was definitely... Underground. it It was definitely a trendy film. Yeah. Uh, I'm not excited about having a series. I'll just go ahead and say, go ahead and say it. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll check it out just to see, but I, I just feel like I feel I, like it'll eventually become something I may check out. Well, how's he going to recapture I, lightning in a bottle? He's not. No. I mean, no. let's be honest. Even if you and if it's a prequel, then how are you going to get old ass Norman Reedus to look young? Yeah. I mean, when I'm people, just saying. When people are like, Boondock Saints, what's that? I'm like, have you not ever looked at Daryl's IMDb? Like, yeah, right. Come on. Yeah. Or it's like, do you not know how he even got famous in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's fucking day one shit, you know? The other guy's that, looking rough. Yeah, he was in Dexter. Really? The other guy was. Yeah, I remember whenever uh, Deb... He off. was, yeah, he, he was one of the... Wasn't he an investigator? Yeah, he was the in uh, the private eye firm that Deb worked for. Whenever she was all strung out on coke for a while, ah. yeah, that was that guy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Nicholas, I, was it wasn't it Nicholas Flanagan or some shit. Wow. Sean Patrick Flannery. Flannery. Whoa, really, really missed it on that one, but <laughs> <laughs> Samsonite. I, mean, I was way <laughs> off. <laughs> um. 
All right. Well, they're finally getting around to remaking or making, well, remaking, I guess it's a reboot of Masters of the Universe. Um, we just learned that uh, Sony has dated the live action Masters of the Universe reboot for December the 18th, 2019. Previously attached director McGee, I don't know who that is, is no longer on board of this project. The studio is currently in the process of finding a new director to bring He-Man back to life. Meanwhile, David S. Goyer is... Oh, King. God. He's writing the script, so... David 50-50 Goyer. Yeah, I mean, he's got some good got, things under his belt. Oh, oh, he's got some really good shit under his belt, but he's also got some really bad shit, too. Yeah. What would you say well, is the best thing under his belt, if you had to pick <laughs> one? It's got to be his work in the Dark Knight films. Okay. And then what's the worst? Ooh. Uh, uh, let's see here. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, oh. go to IMDb. Oh, there, there's, 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 there's quite a selection. It's a shit show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Sounds like that, more man. duds than good movies. No, nah, I mean, he's got, like, um, if my fucking internet will load, he, I'll see what he's written. Uh, he written... He, he, on, he helped contribute to the Dark Knight trilogy, though. Was I right on that? Yeah, he uh, he wrote, let's see, Death Warrant, Kickboxer 2, uh, The Puppet Master. Oh, the original uh, one? Yeah. Like, did he write that? Yeah, the screenplay. Oh, wow. He wrote uh, The Crow City of Angels. <laughs> um, <laughs> he wrote Dark City, which is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Uh he wrote the Blade trilogy. Oh, he wrote Batman Begins. Jumper, he wrote Blade. that. <laughs> uh, he wrote the Dark Knight. Um, he wrote the Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops game, which was a fantastic uh, campaign experience. Yeah, that um, was a good movie. psychological thriller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wrote Ghost Rider. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he wrote The Dark Knight Rises. He wrote Man of Steel. He co-wrote Godzilla, the 2014 Godzilla. Um, he worked on. Like I said, like he's it's like 50/50. he's got some good. Sh- yeah, it's yeah. Goyer, David, fifty fifty Goyer, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, he's got more good than bad. I guess you yeah, could say. Yeah, especially which- in the last like five, six, yeah. seven years, like it's, it yeah. gets better. Yeah. <laughs> oh. God, <laughs> I'm not right, off of my chair. <laughs> this uh, this pollen's fucking getting to me. David Goyer's getting to you. Uh, <laughs> so maybe he won't fuck He Man up. I mean, he wrote uh the movie. He wrote the Batman movie with Heath Ledger in it. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, that was that's one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. So I didn't know that. I thought. Okay. I thought that well, I mean, uh, he Christopher wrote, Nolan, also, his brother, or whoever's writing partner. He, he also wrote uh, the original Blade movie, which to this day is still one of the best action vampire films. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched like, it in I, a minute. I can't, I can't say much for the sequels, but that first Blade movie was good. No, first I mean, Blade now, was tight. Yeah. Now, now, now it probably falls under 90s schlock, but I mean, it's still, it's, it is what it is. If you put it on, you'll finish it. You'll watch oh, yeah. it all. Like, oh yeah, I mean the first Blade dude when he when, when they roll up to the blood orgy or blood rave or whatever, and then he just starts taking people out. Like, come on. Yeah. 
when you said action, dude. when you said he contributed to uh, the Batman movies, I was like, I have a good idea that Batman <laughs> should talk like this. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was his input <laughs> yeah. on what everybody hated. Yeah. Hey, which by the way, that was all bell, dude. Yeah. Well, he bailed. Get off he my bailed. set. Yeah. Right. Um. So I mean, no, no. <laughs> so Masters of the Universe is coming out, and you know we'll see what happens. It's a gamble. When they yeah. start casting it, you'll know they're going to be like Dwayne Johnson's playing He Man. It's like they oh. probably, I have a feeling they're going to get Thor. Chris Hemsworth. I can see that. Yeah, because he's blonde. If so. uh, if if uh, Disney will let him off the hook, like to go make another movie, or if they could just do like a complete de-aging of Dolph Lundgren and have him reprise He-Man. Which apparently <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is like a hundred times smarter than Bill Nye, the science guy. Really? Really. <laughs> He's got like real degrees. You guys, really? yeah, I saw this this week. Someone <laughs> was doing a little bit of research because everybody hates Bill I now, apparently. I love him. I've been watching his and Netflix. He, dude, he's not even, he doesn't even have like a degree in, like he's not a scientist at all. You know what he's he is? A, he's a self-made. He's an he's, engineer. He's an actor. Like, you know? Well, but he's got a personality. Yeah. Well, he's, <laughs> he's reading the script, though. Yeah. He does have a personality, but <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is uh, smarter than him by a long shot. Google it. Why Why don't they give him his own fucking Netflix series? He would be like, I must break you. No, he invokes, he invokes the Russian from Rocky and goes, I must teach you. Yeah. Oh, I would so watch. I would love it just, if he was just like a high school science teacher. You'd probably fall asleep, though, man. Like, yeah, you're I right. I mean, he's pretty boring. Like, yeah, Bill's Nye's like science. It's great, you know. Yeah, and <laughs> and here's what I know. Here, like the center of the galaxy. Let's take, let's, t- let's take this set of balls and explain how atoms work. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna explain genders. Yeah, that went over well. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, let's just pivot on here to uh, Superman versus the KKK movie is what? in. The works. Have you seen this? No. What? No. Say that again. Now you're. Are you serious? Or are you just yeah. code word? No. Like? No. This is. <laughs> no. This is real. Superman versus the KKK, based on the nonfiction book Superman versus the Ku Klux Klan: The True Story of How the Iconic Superhero Battled the Men of Hate, is now in development as a theatrical production under Lotus Entertainment, uh, Paper Chase wow. Films, and financer executive producer Marco. Vincini, Vincini, um, author Rick Bauer's work chronicled the adventures of Superman radio show. Sorry, guys. Chronicle, <laughs> it chronicled the adventures of Superman radio show in the mid 1940s, having the Man of Steel go up against the Klan and what the aftermath of those broadcasts was in real life. The movie's plot will revolve around a former KKK member who goes undercover in 1946 to work with the Anti-Defamation League and the producer of the Superman radio show. Uh, According to Deadline, the Superman versus the KKK script is being written by Katherine Lindbergh, who directed and penned the 2001 movie Rain. So it's going to be 
it's not going to be a literal Superman versus KKK, but it's going to be about this radio play that they did. They kind of changed War of the worlds. Yes, were exactly. They like, where they were saying that Superman was fighting the KKK. Okay, because I'm like, did they run this by DC? I feel like <laughs> right. someone there would be like, no, no, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, come on, like. But now I understand. Well, in the article, it says, I can't help be reminded of Hollywood land. Did you ever watch that with Ben Affleck? No, no. It's a movie where uh, Ben Affleck played the Superman in the serials back in the day. And a murder happens at his house. Either he gets murdered. I can't remember. It's been a long time, but it's like a, basically an investigation of going on behind the scenes. Yes, exactly. So it's basically, it's going to be like that, which I'm very interested in seeing. Cool. Yeah, I mean, why not? Um, well, yeah, I'll, well, it's it's interesting that they're taking something that's really popular right now and they're using it to tell a different kind of story. You know, like that's it, that's cool. Exactly. Well, is that yeah, a, is exactly. that a true story? Like, did some radio disc jockey was he like, and today Superman was kicking the KKK's ass? You know, like, yeah, trying to scare right, all the KKK. Well, it says right here, Superman fights a variety of bad guys from simple bank robbers to alien invaders. But every so often, he manages to both save the day and make a social difference. And occasionally, his fictional exploits manage to leave an impact on reality. One of these instances happened in 1946 when the Superman radio show broadcasted the 16-episode story, Clan of the Fiery Cross, which depicted Superman fighting the Ku Klux Klan. The story originated from human rights activist Stetson Kennedy, went undercover into the racist organization and learned crucial information like code words and ritual details. Upon getting out, Kennedy approached the Adventures of Superman radio show about incorporating what he learned at the KKK, what he learned at the KKK into their broadcast. Thus, Clan of the Fiery Cross was born and the episodes were instrumental in driving down the KKK's recruitment and membership. See, that's awesome. Like, I'm so in right now, it's not even funny. Like, I want to see this movie, you know, because I can just, I can just, it's going to be a fucking thriller. You know, this dude is in the KKK undercover. It's like The Departed with the, with fucking Ku Klux Klan, you know, it's going to be great. Um, I can't wait to see it, just to be honest with you guys. I'm, I'm super into it. Well, yeah, after hearing you explain it, man, like, I'm definitely on board. I think it's I think it's awesome to yeah. see. It's it's going to be cool to see an interpretation of. Well, it's not. I don't. I wouldn't call it an interpretation, but like cashing in on the popularity of the superhero surge right now that's going on. But you're able to see the impact of what superheroes could do. When people were back stupid. in the, you know like <laughs> that, that, like well no like Before that the internet. Ago. Well, it, well, you know, not necessarily that people were stupid, but just that. Just, well, we're the taking, world. I mean, well, well, taking something like well, that that's a whole other animal right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, but like taking something as popular as Superman and showing you how even back then they they use these superheroes to push a political agenda. It was like propaganda. Because superheroes have always been rooted in in, in social commentary and America. Yeah, especially just, Superman. I'm surprised it wasn't it's, Captain America versus 
Um, I mean, yeah, Superman's. Sure. There's nothing more American than Superman. Like not even apple pie. Oh, well, like, well, I mean, well, Captain America is about as American as it can get. Because if you think about it, at the time, most of Captain America's stories were probably rooted in World War Two. You know, he was too busy punching Nazis. Yeah, he wasn't fighting the Klan. He but was is fighting. Ca- is Captain America as old as Superman? No. No. No, <clears throat> Superman's no, got to be like a hundred or something, right? I mean, like, <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, if I if I'm not mistaken, like Action Comics were was first published in like what the 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I can't remember that that very first issue of Action Comics, where you know the classic one where it shows Superman holding the car, yeah, and he's running with it, yeah, you know that one or whatever. Book. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Another thing, I, when you said that, Griffin, I was like, okay. Superman, like, we're going to see a movie where Superman lands and fights the KKK. I'm like, wow. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm sitting there trying to think, how did they well, allow this to happen? Like, wh- who said, yeah, that's okay, make that movie? Because it's like, I'm like, we're going to, you know, we're like, we're going to whip that Superman to death, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you get, yeah, you get, you get like a, you get like a, a, a Snyder style Superman landing where he lands and it creates a crater. And he just looks and he goes, I'm looking for you, Grand Wizard. I mean, who wouldn't watch that movie? Well, they could still do it. They could. If, if Don they Johnson the... plays the Grand Wizard. Oh and he, gets a, he gets a, a, a kryptonite whip. Oh, my. I would so watch that. <laughs> yes. Well, come on, well, man. Plant- I'm going to make this plantation super, if you don't mind, Mr. Kent. i mean and really if they if they just have if they film some stuff with the radio play going on behind it where it's like they could still technically show that which would be very interesting to see it nonetheless you know what i mean uh, well i feel like it's going to be something where we won't really ever see that but i feel like that's something they're going to like stylishly do with the credits like as it's coming on yeah you you hear bits and pieces of audio you know actual audio I would be yeah, into like, that. June I mean, 1938. That's, that's when, when uh, issue was yeah. issue one for Superman. Yes, sir. Action Comics number one. I was in the same ballpark, at least. Yes. <laughs> How many stars? For what? <laughs> <laughs> Superman, <laughs> Superman fighting the KKK. I don't even have to watch it. I'll give it a full star. <laughs> right. That'd be great. I give it I I give it a full star and two fictional ones. Yeah. Kevin Smith needs to make that movie. Yeah. And then when you find out that the Grand Wizard's a walrus. Oh my god. That's like this long dead alien species that was destroyed by the Kryptonians and so he's found the last one yeah. and it's, he's like explaining the void to Superman. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Superman, you can bring people back from the dead, but it will ha- will come at a terrible cost. Superman, do you want to do it? You can have your mother and father back. Would you like to have your father back that was killed by a tornado? Absolutely. You can have him. He's like, you know, can I? <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it does. It, it does like an old the the nineteen sixties Batman thing where, where like when it's cutting the something out. It, it cuts, yeah, it cuts to that, but with the Superman emblem, and then it just shows these two mutated fucks sitting in the yard, like. Yeah. It's like this is not the parents I wanted. Superman's like disappointed. <laughs> Doomsday comes riding by on a on a Schwinn. Man, you homies, you fucked up. Yeah, what happened here?
Um, well, going from that, The Rock is fixing to start filming a Rampage movie, not the horror movie Rampage, but based game? on yes. No, I was kidding. Yes, it's real. There's no plot there. He says there um, is now. <laughs> I, he says I head up an anti-poaching unit out of Rwanda. My best friend is a rare albino. I'm not making this up. He's like the is plot. Ra- the Rock doesn't need a plot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the plot is. That's it, dude. That's yeah. the clip. It doesn't matter what the plot is. <laughs> it says, uh, my best friend is a rare albino gorilla named George. Very bad people infect George, an alligator, and a wolf with a serum. All three animals grow at an unprecedented rate. Their size, speed, agility, and violent aggression is off the charts. They go on a deadly rampage and want to destroy the world. Don't remember George that from not, the game. George not happy, me not happy. <laughs> <laughs> when, animal, <laughs> when animals like you, they lick you. When they don't like you, they kill you. I will hunt down the bad people who did this to my best friend. And when I find them, I will not lick them. <laughs> we have the best VFX monster making team on the planet. Our actors and crew have been working very hard to raise the monster genre bar. As always, let's have some fun. Let's shoot. VFX. That, the Rock doesn't need VFX. Like <laughs> that's what that's what The Rock posted on his fucking. T- um, yeah, someone I else guess, wrote that. Yeah, of um, course they did. I guess but, Instagram. Uh, he's big on there, right? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, I don't remember that plot from the video game. I feel like they just came up with a movie and found a way to. It's like, well, let's just slap Rampage well, on this. Well, in the well, in the video game, you are the person that gets infected, and you become one of those yeah. one of the monsters. Yeah. So they changed it. They, they they just put it to where the audience is just along for the ride as one of the, you know, tagging along with Rock as he figures the shit out. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know. It's a damn video game. It looks like it's going to be, it for seems like it's going to be just one of those, one of those just typical popcorn fairs. I mean, for God's sakes, they've already scraped the bottom of the barrel with Battleship. There's <laughs> no way they can probably uh, do any worse. They did Jumanji <laughs> with the Rock. Now, I, I don't know. That that could be good. It's got mm-hmm. Jack Black in it, right? Now, now this is on now this is with me on, on the understanding that anything that's being remade that Robin Williams has ever been a part of will probably never be as good as No. But it it would be nice to see a modern re I mean, I, Jumanji's been out long enough that like I guess it could it could handle the remake. Yeah. Is Jack Black playing Robin Williams? He needs to. I might be okay with it. He's in the movie. <laughs> well, I mean, who who else is left? The poacher? I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who else could Jack Black portray in that film? Well, Unless when I saw him, kids. he was wearing like a safari hat. So, um, I feel like it, why do they keep putting The Rock in movies? They keep, he's, he's done a lot of movies here lately. Like, I don't know. It's the rock. He gets fucking asses in seats. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Because he's a people's um, champ. Ah, uh, they smell what the rock's got cooking. So he's the scorpion king, man. <laughs> <laughs> he is the scorpion king. Uh, well, all right. I'm. I don't know. 
I mean, it's a monster movie. If it was a monster movie, if they do the fights, the the monsters aren't going to be fighting each other. They're going to be destroying the world. That means it's going to be Godzilla with three big-ass fucking monsters being monsters. So, eh, you know, like, I want to see the monsters fight each other. Now, if they make fucking Jaegers and the Jaegers fight the monsters, I'm in. You know what I mean? Like, I just like seeing giant things fight giant things. That's what I'm in. I'm not into The Rock doing research. He's not Dolph Lundgren. And he's uh, not Jack Burton. Yeah, for sure. But so, he's going to be playing Jack Burton. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see San Andreas 2. No. Jungle <laughs> Cruise, Journey 3, From the Earth to the Moon. I'm excited about these movies. All Star in the Rock. Uh, I mean... <laughs> uh, I mean, The Rock... I'm the most thing I'm excited about the rock's going to be in is the black Adam stuff. And then Shazam. that's about as far as I'm going to go with it. Uh, maybe Baywatch. Like he's got and a black maybe. Adam movie announced we'll and then there's a, Sh- a Shazam oh, movie announced. You're not watching. You, you know, you're not watching Baywatch for the rock. Oh no, I'm not watching it for the rock, but I think that he would be it's a good, be he's a good addition to the cast. Well, what was the one movie? Well, the weightlifters. Uh, Oh, Pain and Gain. That movie was funny, man. Yeah. Yeah, like when his toe was cut off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) He was all coked up. That's probably the first movie I saw The Rock in that I was like, he's funny in this. Like, yeah. Like, this is good. He's like, where's your fucking toe? It's because that. (laughs) Well, it's it's because (laughs) him and Mark Wahlberg played off of each other so well that, you know. Oh, yeah. That's all it you was. A, you got a fucking hand on the grill, you man. Played a good yes, man. You played a good yes, man. You got to get a pump going. You got to get a pump in. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get a pump real quick. We're touching your peckers. Okay. <laughs> Wait, tell them. That, that yeah. whole speech was funny. <laughs> yeah. When he's talking to the kids, he's like, yeah. you, you jog home. You need to lose some weight. Um, well, well like, uh, Ridley Scott comes out and talks about the Bloom Bomb Camp, Bloom Camp. Fucking whatever his name is, alien movie. And Ridley Scott says, I don't think it will ever see the light of day. There was never a script, just an idea that evolved from a dozen or so pages. I had to participate as producer, but it didn't go further because Fox decided it didn't want to do it. As far as I was concerned, it had already, I had already done Prometheus and I was working on Covenant. <coughs> so basically, Fox opted out of doing, uh, Bomb Camp's uh, Alien movie to go with Ridley Scott's vision of Alien. So, you know. He's been kind of busy anyway. Chappie. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't watched that movie. I haven't, and I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, it's all right, but yeah, it's like no, a it, Disney no, it movie, man. <laughs> Just well, watch Johnny like, Five. The, the movie, yeah, the movie short is like circuit. short circuit. Johnny Five, it's short circuit. It's short circuit in apartheid South Africa. That's yeah. what it is. It's got a uh, what's their name? <laughs> Die Antwerp in it. Yeah, they were. They like they're the two main characters. Like, wow. Yeah, no more of this fucking pickle licking. <laughs> 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 You're gonna come over here tomorrow and play basketball. 
<laughs> I don't want this pickle naked. Uh, uh, Bruce Campbell explains Evil Dead 1 and 2 connection. Have y'all heard about this? I saw it, but I didn't oh, click I've also, on it. I've also got some, I've also got some Evil Dead uh, contributions as well. Go ahead, man. Hit the bumper. Dead news. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Yes. Uh, basically, he's in an interview, and he says that they didn't have the rights to the original film. So they had to re-film the uh, scenes from the first movie to kind of, uh, what do you call it? To so set the storyline. Yeah. All the flashbacks, said, they had to refilm those? Yeah. Wow. He's, he said they had to ref Like, you know, he goes to the cabin. It shows him going to the cabin. And it's a different girl. Yeah. All that stuff. He says that basically at the end of the first Evil Dead, the entity comes up and grabs him, or it comes at him, and then the screen goes black. Of course, we've all seen that, you know? He says that they had to go back and, of course, reshoot everything for Evil Dead 2 to pick the story up. But the story is a sequel because it picks up, if you watch it, and if you watch it right one right after the other, whenever the entity gets him and rushes him through the woods, you know that scene where... He's he's got his arms out and he's moving all crazy and he's yeah. spinning around through the trees. That is exactly where it picks up if they didn't have to go back and refilm all the stuff from the original. So it's a sequel. Mm-hmm. He's still he's still there because he he talks about it in the interview. He's like, people think that Ash is dumb enough to go back to the cabin again. Well, realistically, he is dumb enough to go back to the cabin again, you know. But he says that you know, they didn't have the rights. They just had to do what they could do so that they could make it work. And um, that's basically where the second movie should have picked up from was him being thrown through the trees. Then he gets possessed, you know, and all that Mm -hmm. shit happens. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I I mean, it's crazy. They didn't have the rights and they had to like go, they could refilm it. Yeah. But and, they and everything looked the, the same and he have the same character, but yeah. Um, well, because of the popularity, did you guys know that there were more sequels to the evil dead? Were there? Um, there's a lot of foreign films that are out there that are credited as sequels to it. They're not oh. related to the film in any way, but in certain areas and certain packagings, they're labeled as evil dead three, four and five, I believe. But it doesn't um, have to do with the Necronomicon. Well, well, no, there, there is, there is one series called the. They, it's an, it's an Italian series called the House. Simply, yeah. And but it's credited as Evil Dead Five, you know, so on and so forth. But it's, it's essentially the same plot. They don't ever make references to the satanic stuff, although you do, you do hear, you know, creepy seance stuff from you know tape players and what have you. But uh, yeah, apparently at the time, since the Evil Dead did so well in America, you know, a lot of foreign companies wanted to cash in on that. And with, you know, back in the, you know, you know, you know, the Italian, the Italians always know how to make really good, crappy horror films. Yeah. And uh, so, (laughs) so, you know, um, and I believe uh, the guy who actually worked on Beyond the Darkness, Joe De- D'Amato, I think, if I'm remembering his name right. Um, I can't remember which film it exactly was that he contributed to, but uh, he was uh, he actually had his hand in part of it. Or if not, not, not his actual directorial hand, but like I think his production team helped do a lot of it. Hmm. 
That's interesting. But yeah, there's a small list of movies out there you can find them. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can get to it easily. But I figured that would be something to look into one day. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind just checking it out, just to, to to get the lay of the land. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, at least see at least see if it's some sort of homage that's paid, or or just some just some typical, you know. Um, just ideas that you're like, okay, I can see where they got that from Evil Dead, or I can see where they were trying to build on that, you know? Right, right. Um, well, do you guys want to hit some trailers up here? Yes, sir. Do you want to go um, strong? <laughs> Travis, you going to be able to watch them? Uh, sadly, no. Yeah, his video won't load. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. I remember uh, the trailer. Ah. Uh, well, I mean, we, we've all watched it, so what are the thoughts on the Dark Tower trailer? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Sign me yeah. up. How, Sold America. How did this drop? I mean, it just, just all of a sudden today, yeah. there it was. Yeah, I mean, out of nowhere. Well, they built up yesterday. They released like two little, like, 10-second snippets. I didn't know that. Yeah. Missed well, that. Now, well, see, what it was, though, i tell you yeah. what happened. Because the movie's really not that far away. No. When I saw the trailer, I was like, damn, that's, that's really not that far away. What happened was Spider-Man, uh, Justice League, Avengers, they were like, we got to push this trailer back. Like, yeah, We don't want anything true. happening. Because today when yes. you watched this trailer, you were like, fuck yes. I'm going to the yeah. theater to see that. Like, like, they just gave me a reason to leave my house, you know? Yes. Um, knowing knowing what I know about the production of the movie and what a lot of other people uh, have read too from where they've released the stuff I'm I'm excited about this movie because it's a continuation of the books and not a direct adaptation so for any kind of flaws that would that would be pointed out if we were to say it was an adaptation of the story we can now go for the sake of argument and go all right well this is round two, you know, like this is, it's the second time because every time it's different. Yeah. Kind of the same, but you know, it's like um, playing the game again. It's like playing fallout again and answering the questions differently. Like, I feel like, I feel like for anybody, <laughs> I feel like if, if anyone, if anyone is stumbling across this episode and listening to it, I feel the need to point out spoilers of what I'm going to go in with. Um, well, if they've seen, so, Oh, you're talking about the books. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, how, how do you feel about me talking about it with with the spoilers, Griffin? About the books, I can't remember if me and you ever talked about it or not. I mean, fuck it, let's do it. All right. <clears throat> so in the, the, the <laughs> <laughs> so a very a very long, incredible story in a nutshell, which I still think if you like any if you like literature at all, you need to read the Dark Tower series. Some people love the book. Some people hate the book. Some people think it's meh. I would like to think that the people who enjoy the books outweigh a lot of the others. But the story is like like the, the plot synopsis. It follows the gunslinger trying to find the Dark Tower amidst trying to chase the man in black who Matthew McConaughey is playing. Well, the novels, the novels officially end with Roland getting in the Dark Tower he opens the top door of the, of the of the of the of the tower, and as he goes through, it sucks him in through the desert. He's back where he was, square one. 
and he has to start his whole quest over and over again. And you realize that he's been doing this loop where he's been pursuing the tower for a very, very long time. So what this movie essentially is going to be is him coming back into the desert and it's it's the beginning it's it's the beginning of the next cycle of him. There's no way to do it. Hour. Um, things are different because about at the end of the book, he you know the tower the tower is it, it's weird to explain it. It's a real place, but it's also like metaphorical. Right. Like it's the, it's like it, it's it's a representation of like what of what his heart wants the most. And right. so, you know, and in the trailer. There's a part where you hear McConaughey's character say, the little boy doesn't understand how many people I've killed or how many people you I've killed that's followed you. He said, does he understand that's, that everyone that follows you dies by my hand? Yes. Does he know that? Because essentially, yes, because essentially they do. Um, not this time, the little motherfucker. Boy is not, <laughs> the little boy is not aware of it, but Roland has had more than one group of people help him Go to but the does he remember? Because, yes, Roland. Well, Roland doesn't remember. Okay, he only remembers when it. When, whenever the loop first happens, his memory slowly fades, and he gets deja vu. Uh-huh. That's why I'm, they they kind of force. He's went back and rewritten it to foreshadow the time loop. Now that when you read the first novel of the Gunslinger, uh, there's a part where as he's walking through the desert, he gets really dizzy, and he suddenly feels like he's been there before. Yeah. And they, they don't touch back on that until the very end when the tower sweeps him back into the desert, shuts the door behind him, the portal or whatever, and bam, he's back where he was at the beginning he of the didn't whole do series. It right. Reset yeah, that's button. exactly that is exactly what it is. And yeah. and the thing about it is that and, and what I've taken away from the novels is that Roland, his character, he will do anything to get to the Dark Tower. That means if if we're rolling with him, if it means choosing us or the tower, he'll choose the tower yeah, and we'll die. That's the mission. And and that's that's the that's the big redemption cycle that Roland is put on because he ha it's it's almost like he knows it's the greater good. He's saving the multiverse by going to the dark Billions tower of people every time. If the tower but, falls. But there are people that will and, and the fact that the trailer shows all the beams at the top of the tower, like just like implications like that means that there's going to be the breakers. You're going to see which the, the the breakers are essentially the people who have the shining. They get captured by the Crimson King. They're thrust into this prison that looks like a normal town. But when they go and they, they, they go to like, like say a library or something, they'll sit down and start doing anything that stimulates their brain. These buildings, these factories or whatever siphon the energy out of them and they use that energy from these people to break the beams holding these universes together. Oh. That's no, we got a hell of a trailer, man. It was like three minutes. Like it was <laughs> yeah. and, and I mean and, and it like and, and in the trailer, you know, you get glimpses of, of things that possibly might lead to the Stephen King multiverse or, or, or cinematic universe because there's a part where you actually see something that looks like it, it could be it could have been out of it. Um, I caught a part where you see uh, you see like a, a big, huge hotel that, that, that kind of could reference the Overlook from uh, The Shining. Yes. And so there's so many little things here that with 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 the release of it coming out, um, the stand coming out as well. Um, It'd be cool if they it would be all really, together. It it would be really badass if the Dark Tower, the first movie, 
And the whole thing is this one. And it explains that, hey, there's a multiverse. All these things are going on. All these events are happening. Um, reality is at stake here. Like that would make yeah. that would make things going on in it and the stand be much larger than what they are. You know, right. <clears throat> Matthew right. McConaughey is going to fucking act his ass off, man. Oh, yeah. He said, I was sitting there watching it and I said, so he's like the devil. And that kid was like, you know, that someone said that to him. He's like the devil. And he's like, no, I'm worse. Yeah. And oh, I'm and like, he, oh, oh, and shit. He, like, any, any, anyone familiar with any of Stephen King's work knows that Walter O'Dem is pretty much the antagonist in every novel. He's always the bad Walter, guy. Well, Walter's a shapeshifter. So he can he he takes different forms. He's the is walking this his dude. final form. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Martin Broadcloak slash Walter Odom or Walton Walter Paddock, as they're they're having him in the film. Like, it would be amazing if in the stand there is a moment where, like at the very beginning, when you, right when you first see the antagonist, you see him shape shift from yeah. Uh, Walter O'Dem into the guy that's going to be the main villain for this yeah. movie, like just to just to be that grounded in reality, not in, in reality, but grounded in the the cinematic universe. You're like, okay, what the fuck is McConaughey character doing here? And then suddenly, bam, he shapeshifts into the guy, and then it's him the rest of the film. Yeah. And then at the end, when they when whenever whenever they take him down at the end of the stand, there's a part where he comes back. He's not dead. He's revived as Richard Fannin, I think, mm -hmm. if that's his name, and for like a split second, we see his face shift and you see Matthew McConaughey. Like it's him, like going into this universe to fuck mm -hmm. with stuff. That would, that would be cool. Um, but the amount of lore that I feel they're going to throw into this movie, though, I feel like it's going to make the movie feel too, too dense. It looks top think notch, it, though, man. Like it looks uh, mint oh, as I, fuck. Like <laughs> it, it's it, it, to me, I've been waiting for this movie to come out since I was a teenager. Well, that man. trailer is fucking I, wizard, man. <laughs> and so I've, I've been waiting i mean uh, yeah there's i've no. already seen where the the internet obviously has already ripped this trailer and well this here's whole the thing though trailer. i didn't read the book i'm, so I'm not going off that all that and i know where it goes but i didn't read the book as a, so as a longtime fan that would just enjoy seeing this story being interpreted for like a tv or for movies or whatever I'm just excited to see it for what it is. I understand that it's not going to live up to the expectations of what these books, like what I created in my head as I read these books. Of course. And I, and I think that's the common flaw with every adaptation. I think no matter who you are, the books that you read, regardless of what, you know, like when you see it translated in a different medium, it's not going to be your vision. It's not going to be what you wanted it to be. Well, like in your head and Griffin's head in my head, Roland's going to look completely different. Yeah, he's gonna. You well, know, what I mean, you build your own character. That's that's a build a build a character workshop there. Like, <laughs> um, you know what well, I mean? Like no, you kind of come up with your yeah. own little things. Like, and then when you see the movie, well, it's like, oh, well, that's what you know. That well, person you know, a lot did. of people. Well, you know, they 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 they. A lot of people, and I. This is my opinion. I wish they could have went and maybe tried to sucker uh, Eastwood's son into playing Roland. Mm -hmm. Because in the books, the thing about Roland is that he's always been identified with looking like Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Because he was inspired by him, by the good, the bad, the ugly. That's what inspired the Gunslinger's character in the first place. Right. 
But this and looks so I see this, where, this guy looks good though. But uh, yeah, but Idris Elba is a great actor. Yeah, that's and why then Matthew I'm like, McConaughey. I I, I would have never guessed in a million years of that guy playing that 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 character. Well, and, and if if pre True Detective, you wouldn't have been down with it. Yeah, I, I have. Yeah, I have to agree. After watching True Detective, uh, I'm like, they can put Matthew McConaughey in anything. He <laughs> could reshoot Castaway, like Forrest Gump, whatever. I mean, he's yeah. Well, I mean, the 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 movie itself looks like they're they're really. I, I, it's still kind of hard to to know what they're going to adapt. The different places, where's and when's, like there's, it's just everywhere. Like there, for instance, one thing that's very prominent that they're that they're adapting is uh, a part that happens in the third book. And in the third book, the boy gets split from Roland for a while. I mean, he's been gone since like the second. Yeah. No, it was the second book. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, in the first book, they get separated. Um, one of the cases of uh, Roland choosing the tower over people. The boy, the boy dies in one universe, but then he's his soul transfers to another one, and it just it gets really weird. But Let me anyways, ask you this: gets, When someone dies, is Roland the only thing that resets, or does he come back and the same people? He has the same situations over and over well, again. Like, well, it, it it explains itself eventually that there's you have the multiverse. You can die in any of these different universes, and you will be reborn in another one. Okay. Except, except one, and they call it the Keystone Universe. So when you're there, like, it, like it's if you die in this universe, you're dead for good. So uh, as long as Roland does, he wake up in a different place every time. Uh, well, well, not necessarily with Roland because Roland is is uh, what's that noise? Who's doing that? You gotta oh, stop. Oh, that was me moving my head. Super loud. But um, but uh, where was I? Oh yeah, but see, Roland, he's bound by the laws of a causal loop because he's living out the loop every time. Right. Because he'll get to the tower, and then the significant moment is when he gets to the desert again. So he's always in that that loop. So he's not affected necessarily by it. He could still die per se. But Ka, which is the religion of uh Oh. Sorry. <laughs> it's loud, man. I, I think I figured out you're actually using your headset mic right now. Right? Do you hear that? Yeah. Because the quality's way headset. better, so Well let me extend this pitch out. I feel dumb for holding my phone to my I'm face. I'm surprised for the past that it's working. You hooked it up right yeah. this time. The last time it didn't uh-huh. work, like But uh Yeah, wow, man. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, Roland is affected by the causal loop from being in, <laughs> from uh, from being in the uh, f- from from his actions and decisions in in, in his story. But um, Wait, but I think Kyle you've been holding talk- your phone up to your face for an hour and forty two minutes. Yes. <laughs> wow. But anyway, I'm, I'm glad I said something because I was sitting here and I was like, "That's his headset." I just realized yeah, you were on the but, phone. I'm like, "Damn, it sounds great." Like yeah. anyway, but um. But Ka is like the 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 power of God ah. in the Dark Tower world, mm-hmm. and so I think like kind of a la Star Wars, where uh, the Force keeps people alive, and it deflects shit. Like that's why the stormtroopers can't shoot worth a shit. I feel like in the Dark Tower universe, Ka keeps Roland alive. Like he's not gonna die, 
no matter how dire the situation gets, he'll get out of it. Right. But, but that's not that, that that rule doesn't apply to the people that's around him. So you know he's lost, he's lost like two different groups of people. Uh, um, if you're going by the seven collateral dollars, damage, you know. Oh yeah, it, it comes at a cost. His immortality, uh, kind of, it, it fucks him in the long run because you don't. You never know how old Roland really is in the story. All you know is he's very, very old. Well, <laughs> like, he's the same age. He's just been doing this. It's just looping for a long time. Like, right? Like, he's the same age he was when he went in, right? Um. Well, it, that's where canon gets kind of He doesn't look like a thousand because, years old. Like, Well, the, can, the canon is that he when, he when he was a teenager, one of the last missions he did before his kingdom fought, fell... He uh, he goes out to this uh, this like barony area area to uh, kind of figure out. <laughs> well, like, you, know, he, you know him and him and his group. They're going up against this guy called the Good Man, and he's got like a his world's moved on. It's so far into the future that it's pretty much back to monarchies. Yeah. But the technology of our time is still around. Like people can still, ah. you can find abandoned tanks. There's like oil tankers that have like growth up around them. Like it's like his world is so far ahead that like it's kind of, everything's reversed. Like a great wars broke out yeah. and then everything came back together and then this, that, and the other. And it's just, it, it's just, it's just such a strange story to really sit. Like I could spend the next two hours trying to explain everything about the tower no. universe and still <laughs> we would still be like okay whatever That's a half a book one you know <laughs> um <laughs> i hope but, that john goodman plays good man like but um if he's in the movie but, <laughs> but while he's but, but while he's out in this uh in this barony or whatever he gets a hold of these there's these orbs because I, I, infinity stones I, I, I swear that this is worth explaining because I think it's the coolest shit in the world. <laughs> um, so Roland and his whole family lineage, he's the descendant of King Arthur. Okay. At but some point in the past, like King... I, I, just forget it. <laughs> <laughs> At some point in the past, Arthur went through this... went. Like that, there were like it's these people that were kind of like elves called the Manny, huh. and they were able to there open many Manny. The well, what it is is the people from the Mist, Project Arrowhead, just to spoil that fucking TV show for you guys. Project Arrowhead were people trying to recreate the magic that the Manny people could do and open up breaches between universes. They opened up a breach that's going to a realm where. Pretty much all the darkness of the universe went back to whenever when creation was finished making itself. So there's this realm where fucking all the thing looking monsters and all the shit that was in the mist that came out. That's what Project Arrowhead did. They fucked up and opened the world to that. Well, like the Cronenberg universe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, really, that's yeah. And so Arthur and. Martin Broadcloak, who's Walter O'Dim, was his advisor. They go through this portal. Well, when they go through the portal, they're in the Wild West. They see gunfighters. They see cowboys and Indians, all this crazy shit going down. They go back through the portal. Arthur looks at Merlin and is like, I need what they have. 
So what they do is they take Excalibur and they melt the sword down and forge the guns that Roland has. Like the guns he's wielding is made from the steel of Excalibur. And I don't know if they're going to go that far in the, in the movie to explain that. But it, to me, that's kind of why the guns glow. Yeah. Just my speculation. But, um, but I mean, yeah, I thought that was... I mean, I, I just think the, the, the Marvel comic series that came out, I think they're still publishing them now. I don't know how far into the story they are. But I have all of the prequel, all the prequel stuff. Everything that leads up to the fall of Gilead, where that's over with, and then you have the events of the gunslinger. All that stuff is really, really good. But I'm not sure if they're going to make that canon with the books or with the overall story. I think it is, simply because Stephen King, I think, is like an executive producer, or he's like a creative consultant with the comics. But they, there's these great, there's these these orbs, like I was saying earlier, like in, like you made the Infinity Stone reference, and that's mm-hmm. exactly kind of what they are. They're, yeah. they're, it, it's called it's called Merlin's Rainbow. There's huh. an orb for each color. There's black, purple, green, all that shit. Ain't no black in the rainbow. Well, the two, the two, <laughs> the t- the two oh, orbs, the two orbs that the reader gets to to see is one called Merlin's Grapefruit, which is like this pinkish, uh purplish looking one and what that one does is it infects you and shows you pre- like it it shows you the future the past what could happen all that stuff that orb gets in Roland's head possesses him and shows him that he's got his quest for the dark tower like that's why he becomes obsessed with everything and then there's <clears throat> and there's one called Black 13, if I'm remembering correctly. And what it is, is it's some Sutter Kane shit. You get this orb, it drives you fucking crazy in the story. Ah. Oh. You read Sutter but, Kane? I mean, it's, <laughs> but, but I mean, it's, it's just, it's one of those things where any fan of the books going into watching this movie, if they're thinking anything like this is going to be a perfect, back-to-back interpretation like they're they're setting themselves up for disappointment i'm excited because it's just more it's more of this universe that stephen king has created that is to me it's it's my it's my favorite it's one of my most one of my favorite stories of all time probably uh you heard it here first folks Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I could keep going, but I'll 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 I'll, leave, I'll let it go at that. I'm just I'm excited for the movie. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be the type of adventure film that audiences have been wanting to have that doesn't involve a superhero. Yeah. Oh, I agree, 100. I'm excited for it. Um, um, I, I think. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I was just saying. I think it's prime time for something like this to come out, and I'm glad that it is. I give oh, that yeah. trailer one full star. <laughs> yes, I'm right. I give it with three. You. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, how long have we been going, Adam? Uh, an hour and fifty minutes. All right. Well, um, I'll wrap it up real quick with uh, they they dropped the tick trailer. It's actually getting made. Like the series is coming to Amazon. Yeah, that's it's great. happening. Uh, that's I, I, I enjoyed the original yeah. tick with Patrick Warburton. Ah, buddy. Um, I haven't. I haven't watched the. I haven't watched the pilot to the new one. It's uh, good. Is it? Is it? Is it, yeah. is it good? Is it? Is it gold star? It's good. Oh yeah. It's tick, it's, man. Yeah, it's so tick. It's not tick. You know what I'm it's saying? It's like they know their audience. It's yeah. tick. You know. It's it's like um, Ash versus Evil Dead. Like yeah. they're gonna play to it perfectly. They are. Uh, I'm. 
Right uh, on. 8-25-17 is when the series drops. I may get Amazon Prime just so I can watch this. I went over to several people's houses that have Amazon Prime and watched the pilot because that's how you vote on it. You know what I mean? So I feel like I contributed. <laughs> so, but, That'll um, do, Griff. That'll do. <laughs> yeah. So um, what are we going to do next week? Uh, you got to pick Adam or you want me to go? I, I, if I go, I want to do a rival. Okay, well, let's do that. That sounds perfect. Because I want to um, see it. You haven't watched it yet? Uh-uh. All right. Neither, neither have I. <laughs> All right. Um, I I watched it back whenever the uh, Academy Awards and all that stuff was happening, just so I could get an idea of what we're dealing with. Yeah. And I feel like next week's episode with Arrival happening is going to be um, mostly about the movie. I'll just say that. Three hours long. I don't think it'll be that. No, I don't think the podcast will be that long. But there is a lot of stuff to talk about here. Like, yeah. And it fulfills you completely. It's like a warm blanket right oh, out the dryer. That's what I'm talking about. That's right what I was on. missing today, right man. Yeah. Right it's, on. It's, I want a movie to come up to me and go, let me put you in my pocket. You know? Well, and, and they don't they don't overly explain it, but they don't under explain it. It's just, I think it's one of the best sci-fi movies I've watched in a very long time. Sci-fi. It's, yeah it's, uh, yeah, it's really good, man. But at the end of the movie, do they go, you can have whatever you want. If no. You, if you want her back, you can. Well, <laughs> um, we'll talk about it because, okay. dude, it's. Um, it's I've very heard people say they're like, it's not what you think it is. No, it's not. It's it's really really good, man. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead. Should I watch and, this a couple of times? Yeah, it'd probably be a good idea to watch it twice at I'm least. Watch it like every night until the podcast. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, and I'm like, um, and another thing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, right. So this week we watched The Void. It got one star. Uh, if you're interested, check it out. Let us know what you thought about if it was fucking aliens like Trav. If you're operating on a new level like Trav is, um, tweet us at Real Estate Pod. Email us, Real Estate Estate Podcast at Gmail. Um, Add us on Facebook. Let us know. Just, uh, I would really like to know what people thought about this movie if they watched it. Like, uh, if you can. If. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a movie. So, um, next week's pick is... It'll be on YouTube in a couple months. Free. Yeah. In parts, uh, though. uh, I mean, you know. (laughs) I mean, if that's how you got to watch it. So, what do we keep doing, Griff? Let's just keep on watching, everybody.